0: Now that we're finally doing a conversation, uh, yeah. or we're about to get ready, let's clap.
1: Okay, oh, yeah. good call. Uh,
0: I'm Rory, and I, for one, sometimes when we're getting when we get a little crispy in our mouths and I get a little rusty in our pockets, I like to do one clap. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, what? I don't have I don't have any weird pocket shit, but I do have a clap, <laughs> and that's Austin's clap.
0: I wasn't. I'm sure it doesn't matter at all. I was curious how much kind of delaying the clap affected you. Like, I just <laughs> this is kind of mess with you, crispy in the mouth and rusty in the pocket. You ever had a bowl of, of mouth crispies when you wake uh, up? So that's the kind that's the kind of great that's the kind of great line you could have heard if I ever got to do our last word of the day.
1: <laughs> it, always, it always got to be
0: Austin. I was never part of the discussion about what oh, what if, if Roy wants to do a last word of the day? Well, you also never asked to do the last word of the day. Sometimes it's nice to be asked, Andy. <laughs> 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 Let me tell you about my family. Oh, that's two, three, two. I sell
1: propane and propane
0: accessories.
1: Good morning, everybody. Welcome to your favorite. Tunes radio station, it's 87.3 KST. Wow. Good tunes and good times. Right here, I'm Crazy Randy and this is the Junkyard Bunch. Say hello. <laughs>
0: hey, this is this is a raw jog in the morning and I like to I wake up and I don't get dressed.
1: I oh, bark, 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 bark. <laughs> Whoa no. Whoa there, dog. Is yeah, that, and my name
0: that's... my name is uh, is Billy Ray Fart Sound.
1: <laughs> oh no! Oh, oh no! Not P U.
0: Everybody loves my fun gags. They're, the, they're the, the, the they smell like roses. You know, I got to say, guys, as much as we uh, as much as we like to play here, I don't know that I've got
1: ninety minutes of morning radio <laughs> in me. <laughs> no, I hardly had that thirty seconds in me. <laughs> Oh thank God! So This is the theme where we have bailed doing the okay. totally morning show. On it.
0: it was a great <laughs> idea, and the execution just just really hurt.
1: We have taken the morning zoo crew out to pasture. Um, we have <laughs> I set thought it we sailing. Were like the
0: junkyard bunch, or whatever the fuck you said. Zoo crew is a nomenclature for th- for what all junkyard bunches are.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's not about the junkyard bunch up here. It's about the junkyard bunch in here. <laughs>
0: Are you is indicating a place that, when you that say reference that? reference plays on in an audio format. Are you, what, are, are you, where, what are you touching when you say in here? You know. The, the, not down there know. anymore. Not that we're, not, we're no morning radio gross boys.
1: Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. great. I'm going to cue where? a sound effect, and that's going to sort of inform <laughs> what I've said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. You that get, was really good.
0: I liked it. I liked that a lot. And you know what else I like is the idea that Austin can cue sound effects when I'm the one who edits this podcast. It's really, it's really funny. Like it's you worked have this out mis- in the past. The really sound effect p- worked. So I don't it's know a way. really cute misconception about the power dynamic. I think it's just so cute that you think that I'm going um, to get a soundboard. and I'm going to get a soundboard. You will rule the day you crossed us, Andy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the day $50. that you bring a
0: soundboard online for this podcast is the day that I quit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> We're going to get the sound of a rare, uh, a rare sea whale to transition us to our next topic. or we gotta bring Uh, in
0: our we gotta at least mention the name of our favorite sound effect ever the horse eating tree bark
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh man Oh, God. back in the mermaid days. Yeah, our days think as can... mermaids. I mean, we listened to wonder... horses eating tree bark.
0: I wonder if I can find that and drop that in. Oh, you totally can. Yeah, <laughs> Kyle's definitely got it in the can. If, it, if it's been taken down for loot for looness from the internet, if Steve, oh. if Steve Jobs the if Steve Jobs the internet ghost found it and said, "No way, this is too nasty for them."
1: <laughs> he was too he was too impressed by all of our five stars that we've gotten in. Uh, from last yeah. episode, which our, our episode, we're recording this before that episode will go live. So we're only assuming that you've all seen that episode and have just flooded the market with five star <laughs> reviews. Just kissed
0: us with stars.
1: <laughs> yeah, that we've skyrocketed to the top of the charts uh, because of this very good ploy. And
0: if you if you haven't left the review yet. You can make a review now it's and you can mention Billy Ray Fartsound by name and tell everyone how oh, he's your favorite grief. character. Yeah, no. it's your
1: favorite character. Yeah, <laughs> really draws people in, gets our our <laughs> SEO, gets our SEO really popping. Uh, you know yeah. what else is popping? It's our show Saturday morning Tuesdays. Um, yeah. I'm actually Austin and that's Andy and Rory who really cares which one is which, but uh you know, today we're we're continuing Skyhunks. We're continuing we're gonna... Skyhunks it's part 9.
0: Our hunks, of, are hunks of the sky, our winged, our winged boys, and winged, and winged women. Yeah, because women can be hunks too. They women fly. can fly. It's like that Jay Z song. Yeah, where where people where people get ladies uh, are who, hunks too. Go on, brush your shoulder off. Yeah, because your shoulders are dirty when you're a hunk because of all the. <laughs> they, the... Get, they get covered in juices.
1: I always thought it was <laughs> pronounced Jays. Jays.
0: It's just Jays. <laughs> well, in Canada they call him Jay Zed. Oh. <laughs> that's a joke at their dumb phonetic pronunciation of the best letter. <laughs> That'll that's get so them. They're stupid. <laughs> That'll
1: get those Canucks. Oh no, that's so dumb.
0: Well, and oh. then they
1: say Beyonce, eh? <laughs> How about that Beyonce, eh? Oh my God! It creates sort of a great who's well, on first scenario. Peaked. Oh
0: no, <laughs> that's that's so terrible.
1: The best thing oh. I've ever heard.
0: <laughs> oh my God! Okay,
1: uh, what shows did we watch today? Yeah, let <sighs> me
0: take this. Let me just let me just scoop that right out. We we watched Robotech episode eleven, and we watched uh, Ring Raiders episode four. And if we don't start discussing them, I think this podcast is going to set on fire. Yeah, but seriously,
1: though, really quick, these these fucking episodes had everything. These episodes were incredible. Both of them are very good. We had I'm sorry, we had uh, just a teaser. We had a space parrot crying (laughs) uh, and we had a full grown uh, 100 foot tall robot wearing people clubs uh, just as a. Just as a as a beak wetter, wet your space parrot beak uh, yeah. for what's about to come. Um, I
0: don't feel like I. I think we maybe addressed it briefly in the last episode. Space parrot is not an appropriate description. It has arms and is the thing nightmares are made of. It's an awful <laughs> parrot, and I hate it. <laughs> oh shit! Okay, transition let's, sounds. Let's ring right in.
1: <laughs> it's you now or we're doing Robotech. Now? First, I, think I
0: think I I think I helped set it as a trend but well Austin was first to just just playing with annoying oh, I've,
1: I've, I've just collected all of your ire
0: Uh, Yeah, you're you're like season one of SpongeBob, and Austin's like all the rest of the seasons where they just sort of kept hitting the same button and hoping you'd get the same reaction out of it.
1: That's totally me. Oh man, that's
0: so me. (laughs) In real life, in real life, I would I would chastise the specificity of that comment, but I feel like on a cartoon (laughs) podcast, I have to let it. I have to uh, allow. You gotta let. You gotta fucking let me be me, baby. (laughs) You gotta let me be me. (laughs) (laughs) Let baby be baby. Okay, welcome back. And we still uh, we we got rid of that theme. We set it on fire and we put it in the junkyard, um, along with the dogs, uh, junkyard dogs. I think that's what we were. I don't remember anymore. Sure. But but we we're no longer on the radio. We're we're, uh, we're we've moved to iTunes. As a matter of fact, uh, we're we've podcast. gone digital. Yeah. And you can go subscribe to us. Ah oh, shit, we did that theme already. Uh, this is Robotech episode eleven, and it's called Let's first.
1: pretend we're all Joe Rogan. <laughs> Let's wow. talk about MMA and, and now, the alt-right.
0: That would be a fun podcast that I would also quit from. <laughs> um, this episode's called First Contact, and here is the upstairs. Rick, Lisa, and Ben are captured and brought before Zentradi leader Dolza. They witness the awesome power and destructive capability of their alien adversaries, but also discover their captors are mysteriously disturbed by something entirely different. Minmay's victory, <laughs> <laughs> Min victory in the Miss Macross pageant. Minmay's victory in the Miss Macross pageant opens many opportunities for her, and I mentioned this last week. But this is the most memorable episode of Robotech for me, and I've been waiting for us to get here the entire time, and I'm so happy. <laughs> good,
1: good. It was a good one. It was good.
0: We 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 left off last week in the middle of a fight scene with Bree against a bunch of uh you know our three main guys in their mechs, uh sort of a a fist fight, which is a really a really interesting visual actually. Um and yeah. It's yeah it kind of smacks a Pacific Rim of you know somebody is the kind of a a faster moving guy and a clunkier robot yeah
1: yeah well and and Bree is a beast and Bree is a this...
0: is a mound of muscles.
1: This whole fight scene, I was taking notes constantly because I, I, I kept. There was a new move, like frame by frame. This fight, I want to walk through because it was okay. So, so cool. we're gonna
0: have a two hour podcast today. We're gonna have a two hour <laughs> podcast. No, I gotta break down. The, it's an MMA breakdown. We're Joe Rogan.
1: <laughs> you gotta tell me the names life of all
0: the moves that they do.
1: Uh, so they did a little bit of Jeet Kune Do that uh, started, uh, no, um, oh God, no, but Britai, <laughs> Britai, uh, uh, gets jet chewed right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the, the, the mech feet has, they have these like boosters and en- booster engine, boosters engine in them. <laughs> <laughs> and it just like, he gets a face full of, of energy to the face and it's amazing.
0: It's a really it, cool move. It's really cool. It reminds me of uh, a compliment I paid to Ninja Turtles back in the day. Um, there's just a little bit more attention paid to what things these people can do and where they are. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's yeah. not. It's not a. It's not movie karate. It's, they're not standing in place just slugging it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Though, at yeah. one point, Rick uses his feet rockets to do this, like, blast himself and tie up in the air and do a fucking gnarly body slam on the guy. And yeah, he it goes is... WWF on somebody on this
1: dude. <laughs> He's WCW.
0: He goes WCW on this guy.
1: <laughs> he does the, just W's. Lots. He of
0: just them. does those W's.
1: <laughs> He's throwing well, W's he... everywhere.
0: And he does get the W at the end of this. Uh, he he crashes into Rick and impales him on the wall on some spikes. Yeah, and he fucking tears Rick's mech's chest off and then like peers in at little tiny Rick like King Kong, okay. and it's so. And the co- I it was kind of closer to up in the head. I mean, well, that's kind of no.
1: It, it he tears the chest off because in the chest piece you see the folded down cockpit of the plane, like still. Yeah, there, you
0: do. You where do. It lives. But I thought when he gets out, he kind of gets out through the top. So I've always kind of imagined him in sort of his head would kind of still be in the robot's head, but he's fully in the chest.
1: Yeah. He's in. And that's such a cool bit of detail because you usually just once once a ship transforms, it doesn't have that spatial memory of what it used to be like transformers or anything else like that. Isn't it's not like really thought about. Like if you tore Optimus Prime's like chest in half, you wouldn't see like parts of the truck like hanging out, you know? Mm-hmm. Right, you, exactly. You just you just see circuits or or whatever, and and for this to have the place that used to be a plane cockpit, like they have consideration for where that is. It's awesome. It's super cool. Um, I love and so, it. So he uh, Rick fires his escape, uh, his like uh, ejector seat. Ejector seat he fires his ejector seat out of the top, uh, thinking he's escaped, and then Brie just fucking plucks him out of the air. Grabs his uh, nice fist.
0: So scary! Mm-hmm. God, I love it. And yeah, and as, then as a sh- result that... of the whole, the whole scene, uh, like there's a big explosion because Rick's mech explodes. Max and his mech gets sucked out of the hole and into space, and the Zentradi end up capturing Rick, Lisa, and Ben.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's nuts. I had to. I, I went back and watched it twice. Nice, because it was so well choreographed. So cool. Because
0: the nuts were so huge.
1: The nuts were giant. Look at these big nuts. <laughs> these big nuts. <laughs> Can't get enough of these nuts. So the next thing that happens is we look at Rick and Ben and Lisa all trapped in this like globe or they're, they're trapped in this, in this prison, clear prison yeah. and they start fighting with each other. And this is when Rick drops, I think the most upsetting thing uh-huh. I've ever heard him say <laughs> Uh <laughs> He and Lisa are kind of arguing. They're blaming each other for getting into this mess. And then Rick says, I'm sorry, Lisa. I really don't mean to be coming down on you this way. But it seems to me that sometimes certain assignments shouldn't be given to women. I mean, they're just too difficult. And believe me,
0: I don't mean it personally. And I don't mean it personally.
1: Oh, Rick. Yeah. Rick, buddy. I was really starting to like you. Well,
0: okay, but what what so far in this show has has shown you that Rick is woke, right? Well, I would say now, again, I I'm not I don't want to excuse or apologize for something said that had a context. I don't want to give it a context that wasn't there. Right. Uh, He could have just been taking a shot at her because they don't get along and because they're in a stressful situation. And he just wanted to bum her out. He wanted to win that fight. And he does. He really deflates her with that. comment. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's yeah, sad. nothing
1: she can really do about that. She is a commander.
0: I think I think that his attitude towards women, it's not like a huge. Obviously, this this show is not going to, like, really examine the sexism going on. But I think his attitude towards women is one of the things that changes over the course of time because he's attracted to Minmei. Probably, you know, I, I don't think his attraction to Minmei is is totally separate from his sexist attitudes, right? Well, it, there's, mm-hmm. um, there's, a, a, there's also, I think, I think maybe what the writers were going for, because we're talking about eighties, Japan. I mean, sexism mm-hmm. wasn't great in America, but no, I think we were a couple years ahead of Japan. Um, I think what they wanted to do was set something up to pay it off later. Cause she does have a really strong moment at the end of the episode. Yep.
1: Right. And, and I think, yeah.
0: I think you're right, because what they what they want us to th- what they want us to see with Rick is that as he sort of as Lisa teaches him how cool women can be, and especially like, you know, having one as a superior officer, he realizes how attracted he is to her and her strength in that way. Right. right. Like, I think I think his becoming attracted and her to her cinnamon is, bun is, hair and her cinnamon <laughs> buns. I, I think I really do think it's it's linked with his sort of becoming aware of. You know how no, evil women not attracted to in. her being docile and helpless. That's kind of our, the Min Mei character, our sort of exactly. traditional feminine uh, object. Yep. And the move from one to the other tells a story.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And, definitely. you know, but we're not supposed to like him saying that right now. And we definitely no. don't. No. No. Oh boy. Uh, but what's really funny to me is that the the Zentradi watching them, right? So they, uh, <laughs> first of all, Exodor Ex- is like, uh, like, Britae's like, hmm, that one seems to be female. As the camera, like, pans up to Lisa's breasts. And Exodor's like, yeah, they, yes, we, 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 we ran molecular The Zentradi is, it, I think it, it's all playing as, as in, 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 a, in a constellation that uh, is interesting and that the show, the show is caring about. The, the Zentradi don't have women. So this is really, you mm-hmm. know, a juxtaposition of the two societies. One in which women can lead and one in which they cannot. Right, right. Uh, I I would say we have not seen any Zentradi women. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. They they proclaim that men and women cannot are be separate. In, are separate. Mm-hmm. Um, and because they're clones, I assume they don't need to bedoink for more Zentradi.
1: Yeah, that's going to be a big thing later.
0: Yeah, and that, <laughs> the that, is, that is true.
1: Yeah, or the not doinking. <laughs>
0: Well, man, you don't know how much doinking is coming up in the next yeah. episode. These no doink clones are getting real fucking thirsty for a little <laughs> doinkage. They're oh so, they they, they so confused. They are awakening powers
1: in their tummies. Britae,
0: like, the Tai and Exodar are so confused. Exodar's like, yeah, well, I mean, they're arguing because like they let males mingle with females. And Bri like, I know, and I'm
1: getting a whole headache. Yeah, these mastodons are getting bit.
0: their first boners, and they don't know what to do about it. <laughs>
1: No, it's so funny, yeah, they're arguing the rick and and, and Lisa are arguing, and then, yeah, suddenly like, oh no, turn it off, God, oh God, oh God, <laughs> it's, it's so funny
0: uh, i I love their whole all of their reactions uh, I've
1: never seen a just sort of kind of faceless alien race that's just you know Ooged out by re- cooties <laughs> that's just yeah that that just has like such an interesting twist to them. Well, yeah, and it's it's fun. It's like it wasn't
0: fun when Quark on Deep Space 9 was always leching after whichever, ca- you know, whichever cast member was the right. object of his of his per- perversions. Point being, uh Electra's alien isn't new, but it felt new and it felt fun in this one. Totally.
1: Yeah, cuz it's not intended. It's it's this like very earnest curiosity. <laughs> yeah. That there are babes and and they're they're this like they're this why did nobody galaxy tell us conquering alien about, yeah. race they're a galaxy conquering alien race that are just like I don't understand kissing <laughs> yeah they're just oh, stopped god. in their tracks
0: by a planet with babes
1: yeah it's so funny it's so funny oh
0: god <laughs> so I'm not I don't want to like push us along but there's a lot of plot to talk yeah about. There's, there's a lot so to much, go we, yeah. So we can we can. Uh, the theme of this episode is off topic. Daniel and the and the in the, the and <laughs> the, the crazy map he's given us. Uh, so Lisa Lisa smuggled in a, a little camera uh, that apparently it's so small the Zentradi didn't find it or didn't care about it. And Ben gives us one of these lines where he's like, "Hey, it just goes to show you, big isn't always the best." I'm like,
1: wink um, a wink a wink a. Oh honey, I don't know. If, yeah.
0: Tell yourself that, baby. uh and so like she's got a camera they're they're uh really depressed about what's going on because they've been captured and then the whole zentradi fleet like britae decides they need to take them back to their leader dolza so that dolza can look at this and like they can interrogate them and so their whole fleet folds they're gone they're like who knows where the fuck they've gone in the galaxy yeah Uh, deep deep deep
1: space nine
0: and (laughs) apparently the fold takes 10 earth days but like they don't feel the passage of time the same while you're folding, so like they feel like it's less time passing, but it's been a while. And I think that's I think that's really yeah we get into some we get into some you know uh, slower than light but super fast you know mm-hmm. light travel hard sci fi crunch and I was I was enjoying it yeah yeah but what I think we really need to talk about right now uh, <laughs> is Rick Rick has this like flashback he's he's sad about Minmay and we get this clip show of Minmay moments <laughs> that they've had in the last like week or two I guess and I <laughs> I can't even tell you she is so horrible about like the teasing because she's like telling him about this song that she's written called My God. Boyfriend's a Pilot yeah <laughs> and then she's like <sighs> she's just I might criminal. sing it for you sometime it's like stolen <laughs>
1: valor almost <laughs> you know she's like she wanted him so bad to join the art to join like the air force and to start flying mm-hmm. and essentially go off and die so she can be like a hot like yeah so she gets a to be like, like a, an army widow
0: like a war widow yeah, yeah
1: like a- <laughs> that's that is her kink i think
0: <laughs> oh my yeah, she, god she's a she's a villain she's the real villain of the show as far as i'm concerned so far i <laughs> got nothing nice to say about Mime anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, and and you know, we get a, a sequence where Roy goes to visit her and tells her that Rick has been like missing for days.
1: You mean he's been killed?
0: No, Minmay, I'm only saying that we've lost contact with him temporarily. He's dead. No, please stop. Don't assume he's dead. We don't know that. Do, look, stop it, Minmei. <laughs> I can. I'm on the market again. <laughs> <laughs> but she runs off crying, and I, we have to drop this clip in. The narrator decides it's his turn to friend zone Rick. <laughs> Because The, the, the narrator <laughs> drop-ins are so they're so hard exposition-y, and, he, they're, and it's great. And they put him in into such funny places. Anyway, yeah, Andy.
1: No, he says, he says... Saddened by the news from Roy Fulker concerning the fate of her good friend
0: Rick Hunter. Oh, narrator, <laughs> why? <laughs> Who she'd never have feelings for in a million years. <laughs> like, it's so rough. I can't... <laughs> like, every, from every angle we're getting this, it's like, just how many knives can we put in Rick about this whole debacle?
1: Yeah. So what we we jump to is a much better character and a much much hotter character is Max. It's <laughs> mm. our boy Maximilian. Maximilian. Mm. Oh, Max he's so Sterling. cool.
0: And his his, his little yeah, I'll call it the B plot. We don't we don't really go back to Minme again. No. And he is he's kind of uh he's Luke and Han in the in the Death Star, right? He's he's yeah, got to sneak totally. in and save his buds.
1: Yeah, cuz he he sort of hung out on the ship while it folded so he's he's able to get to them and the Zentradi don't know that he's there but he's in his full mech and oh God. so he's walking around in this ship like in a mech he does <laughs> he this killer bathroom. move yeah and he does this great the animation is really good like the expression on the Zentradi they just surprises him with a gut punch <laughs> and takes his clothes and now it's a <laughs> robot it's a giant 100 story robot wearing a jacket and, oh and my shoes God.
0: Well, oh. and when, he, when he punches the guy he drags him back into the Zentradi bathroom and we watch the thing like essentially turn to
1: occupied <laughs> it's such it's a a we, funny so we literally gag have a boy in a, boy a trench
0: coat pretending to be a grown up
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. So you know, good. with 100 feet of steel that's great <laughs> and so he's looking for for
0: rick lisa and ben and so we kind of cut back and forth to him sort of doing this metal gear solid routine through the hallways of this giant ship trying to find them uh and in the meantime we've arrived at like the headquarters of the zentradi fleet and we're meeting supreme commander dolza and like the three spies that watch the macro miss macross broadcast and Britae and Exodore are just trying to tell this super important dude about their funny feelings they had while watching women.
1: It's so, yeah. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. It's so incredible. Um, <laughs> I, I have a quick, uh, a quick side note. Did anybody okay. notice the animation being weird in this episode, being, like, really choppy? Yeah, they,
0: there were several uh, action sequences where we had, like like, one frame a second. I don't know if there's an artistic choice or just like, eh, we're going to cut the budget here.
1: I have a theory as to maybe they had to cut some scenes from the. Oh, they cut it down with frames
0: rather than by editing it. And they cut it down
1: by slowing, slowing down scenes to stretch it out a little bit.
0: I mean they 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 did some they did a whole bunch of weird shit. I didn't want to bother looking into all the specifics of what they changed cuz it was a lot, but uh but I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt that that was a a change for, you know, the I harmony just gold. It felt
1: like there was some weird muckery going around. Uh, um well there, some really it, obvious looping that was that wasn't okay. Like, smooth. Okay. I didn't notice that,
0: but I I mentioned to Andy while you were while you were uh on the wailing oh, boy. <laughs> in the wailing room. Um <laughs> there is oh. a <laughs> <laughs> a slightly smaller, I would say a little bit less attention to scale than the show typically has. Uh, for example, Dorsa has Lisa in his hand, kind of like about the size of a Barbie doll, where before yeah. Rick is his he, Rick and his whole cockpit are scooped up in the palm of their hand. And and Roy Foker is Roy Foker is drawn to be uh, a little bit huge and lanky in the one scene we see him in. Uh huh. Like towering yeah, a over a
1: little sloppy this time. So.
0: Uh, there's another, there's another side conversation we probably need to have. I know this segment's probably going to go a little long, but we don't mind. I don't, I don't mind because we need to talk about this. Uh, Dolza, as he's heading over to Britai's ship to inter- interrogate the Micronians, we hear his thoughts for a second. And he says, I fear the Micronians have discovered protoculture. And if there is one thing that I can point to that this dub of Robotech changed from Macross in the biggest possible way, it is their, uh, interpretation of protoculture. Uh, hmm. which is a term that they have kept from Macross and they've like tried to sort of, but they just re um, re reimagined what it is. Exactly. So you would, you would, I'm I'm going to, we're going into ever so slight spoiler territory for Macross, but who cares at this point? Uh, protoculture in the original show is what it would sound like. It's like an ancient culture. It, and, mm-hmm. mm. Like, like a first culture, thought of like,
1: like a, procreation, but
0: right. So, so it is, it is then essentially like, the name of like a progenitor species like the first spacefaring civilization in the galaxy and there's various things that gets expanded in other Macross shows about like how this happens but like they you know in that classic sci-fi kind of way they like seeded the human race like they arrived on earth and kind of like oh sure like promoted the evolution so that it could sort of like be colonized later on and that's the dune that's the dune theory right yeah exactly dune We're, We've never we Who who's sort of dune well the idea is that they that you know uh, uh, in dune um some mi- millennia old galaxy or uh, galactic empire sort of spread things that would help people reach joining the empire they they, mm-hmm. they establish religions that are all vaguely similar so that when they make contact there's a sort of higher-ranking space pope that yeah. <laughs> sort of takes over.
1: <laughs> I'm going to subtract one point from Rory for a Dune Whipsy. Uh, Dune, uh, trying, a, trying Dune a Dune whoopsie is thing. totally fair. Rory's Dune whoopsies. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, so the, the implication is that protoculture, like, like humans are kind of like children of protoculture, but protoculture, they've been extinct for like hundreds of thousands of years at this point. But blah, blah, blah. A lot of stuff I won't get into. They created the Zentradi... They also, like, were fighting against this other race. It, it gets really complicated. But the bottom line is that protoculture was, like, a civilization. And in Macross, they think that, like, the humans are the remnants of, like, protoculture that, that they were fighting against, and they want to eradicate them. Like, that's kind of what's going on in Macross. Like, the Zentradi are trying to kill them because they think that they're, like, you know, the remnants of, of this, this, this enemy force they were fighting in these, you know, generations-long war. But in this show, in Robotech... They decide protoculture is like an energy source. And that's something that if you watch more of this show, you're going to see them discuss. It's like protoculture is kind of like what makes Robotech work. Yeah, I was
1: really unclear on his (laughs) when he actually explained it. I was, I, I, yeah.
0: It's a it's a very odd change, but I think they did it to make uh, the the transition between the three shows they used for Robotech make a little more oh, sense. God. You want to see um, me you want to see me go deep, go deep down my deep down my uh, my my sci-fi, my sci-fi dork. Yes. Uh, well, I do. um, well, it, it's a lot like in in uh, Solaris. The Solaristics is is this. Um, They've, they discover a planet that has this energy, this energy fuel that sort of breaks all the traditional rules of how fuel and uh, energy trans, you know, transfer. Mm-hmm. And uh, they spend about a third of the novel <laughs> explaining all the different ways that has affected human society <laughs> before the book starts.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that sounds
0: wonderful. <laughs> nice. Anyway, so they talk, they interrogate the humans a lot about protoculture and rightfully so the humans are like what the fuck is protoculture we have no idea what you're talking is about
1: so like kissing
0: <laughs> oh boy tell me about no, it, we gotta that get thing. to the
1: kissing oh we gotta just jump to those jump to that kissing <laughs> jump to the kissing <laughs> jump to <laughs> the, the kissing that's a carly and uh, song
0: Does <laughs> Entrati literally make the dolls kiss <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: so good. I mean the dolls do choose to kiss yeah,
0: but not really. I mean, the, yeah, it's yeah. not. They're not in hands. They're not pushed well, together. They're not smushed together. But it's, <laughs> it's it's just one step away of making them kiss. Yes. It's so fucking funny because the humans essentially have to give the Zentradi like the talk. Like how yeah. sort do of, like, <laughs> yeah born? Incredible. What do you mean born? Well, when a female and a male love each other, it just happens, and they just talk about love and kissing and fucking. I think it's i think it's dolza who says this, this amazing line he says i don't oh, believe it prove it <laughs> demonstrate <laughs> this kissing or i'll crush all of you
1: you two there you two boys you kiss <laughs> and He's then like, i'm not gonna like, kiss oh, ben yeah look you know for one i would say you know just take one for the team right just kind of yeah. like uh kind of like our guy in uh sky surfers who was it uh <laughs> Who, who, who wouldn't shave shift so he didn't have to kiss a boy? Uh-huh.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> oh God, Replicon, Replicon, Replicon. <laughs> um,
1: but at the same time, Ben Ben is a Ben is a real weirdo. So I also get it. Like yeah, um, well, and the, and and where that
0: show had you know showed its kind of like weird, um, you know, homophobia. This show's kind of already established that uh, the Centradi are much more interested in babes. It's not the idea of kissing (laughs) alone that interests them. It's kissing babes is specifically what they want to do. Oh, God. Lisa's like, okay, we'll kiss. And she walks, like, she's like, I'll do the kissing. And she walks right up to Rick. And she's like, we're going to kiss. Grabs him by the hips, too.
1: Well. It's it's so good He says Alright then But why don't you do it with Ben
0: And she just does this Little quick glance over And she goes
1: Because I'd rather do it With you, Rick
0: <laughs> Like Yeah Yeah, That's Ben's a big burn gross. On Ben
1: <laughs> Have you seen that dingus? <laughs> Wall-eyed Vegeta and,
0: and this moment where Rick and Lisa kiss And Rick, like, makes her Order him to do it Because he doesn't want to, like Cheat on Minmei or whatever Like this moment, and then the pan back, and all the Zentradi's faces just like looming over, so scared and disgusted. That's yeah. that's the Robotech moment for me. <laughs>
1: they're like they're like puking, and they're yeah, like oh my god. <laughs> so that that really stuck with you, Andy?
0: Yeah, that's the moment. That's the one I remember forever. Is this huh. this like ridiculous, like giant aliens just ooged out by Lady and Man kiss? It's so good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Oh, uh, uh, disgusting. Uh, disgusting. Uh, this results from right like oh the straight people <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: yeah it'll be interesting to find out if the Zentradi are fully unfamiliar with sexuality at all or if a little bit of, a little bit of hanky-panky still happens <laughs> on the warships <laughs> I well, I don't
1: think yeah I don't think they have and then they'd be like well we've tried it yeah we're trying it out it's pretty cool
0: <laughs> uh so there's a the the last real sequence um like Max ends up finding them he doesn't rescue them yet that's next episode spoiler alert of course he rescues them but uh he he finds them and then we cut to uh Britei Exidor and Dolza and the spies having a final conversation where Dolza sort of tries to explain what Protoculture is. Um, but, you know, we already kind of went over that, but it's, it's a very confusing, uh, description talking about like how they used protoculture to evolve, but then like through wars, I guess they like lost the secret of protoculture and they think that like being able to regain protoculture is something they can do by capturing the SDF one. Like that, that's why they're doing this. It introduces a very cool idea that we have this, it's this sort of legacy ship they're born and they die aboard this warship they know that they're bred for war and uh but they also kind of know they want to stop but right now they don't have the tools to stop all they are yeah, they all they used can do to is, be like people all they can do is clone more stormtroopers right yeah yeah and, and right and we hear them say that they used to be small like the micronians but they were like evolved and they were made giant and and you know and they used to have a culture and they used to spend time, men and women together, but they don't do that anymore. For In a thing reason.
1: called society. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's really it's really interesting. And obviously, yeah. like, that that's where the second half of this show is going. Right. Like, right. Yeah. Well, they well, don't want to really... necessarily
1: destroy the the universe. They're kind of figuring out their own deal.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're they, they became much more tragic than they were before. They're not a they're not the Night King sort of relentlessly just wiping things out for the sake of it anymore. Right.
1: Yeah, it's like if the Night King was curious about how to become human again. It's
0: like the Night King. Yeah. And wanted to kiss.
1: Yeah, wanted and wanted to the kiss
0: Wanted to watch John kiss Sam. Um,
1: mm. Mm, yummy, yummy, yummy. My fic is coming true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there is there is one more final scene, though. Uh yes, And there that is, is a Minmay scene. And this is a perfect encapsulation of Minmay and her feelings toward Rick, <laughs> uh, or or lack thereof. Where she's sitting in the dressing room, about to go out for her big thing, her big like premiere of her, her, her my boyfriend debut. is a pilot, yeah, her pop star debut, and she's she's in her own head. She's thinking like,
0: Oh, Rick, to think
1: that I may never see you again. Minmay, ah, you're on. <laughs> like, no no tinge of sadness no like she's not trying to hide the pain no nope. she doesn't just even like, sing a sad full song on. no she's so, full on switch gears <laughs> and, and
0: this is this is a this is a dub change and I don't understand why they did what they did because in that flashback she says she's written a song called My Boyfriend's a Pilot but when we get to her song it's a song called Stage Fright and in the original Macross how
1: great she is. yeah it's
0: about her and how fucking amazing she is and this is her time to be a star but in the original in macross in that in that moment on her debut she sings a song called my boyfriend is a pilot and like ah, it's a, dr- a it's a direct
1: i a don't direct know i mean i
0: would have i would have liked to hear it for posterity's sake but her boyfriend is not a pilot she treats him like dog shit <laughs> she, <laughs> and this song makes a lot more sense for the tone of the show that i've been watching that's <laughs> yeah. true that's true yeah. uh the the, so- the song is actually like like it's a bad song right like yeah. this horrible this horrible song that we hear her sing I'll drop a clip in
1: Stage
0: I, I'm sorry, I misheard you. I thought you said you you got the translation of the original song. No, I don't have a translation of that. Uh, but there, I mean, it is like "Kadashii wa like my boyfriend is a pilot. Like that's literally what the song is, and it's just as dumb. Like the song is really stupid. Okay. Stolen Valor. Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you're not really uh, boyfriend. Your boyfriend's not really a pilot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I you could get mad about how bad the English dub song is, but in in Point of actual fact, the original song is just as terrible. Her song, her, if her, her, her song, her song should have been called "My Boyfriend Was a Pilot." Yeah, until he died, and now I'm a super <laughs> hot widow. <laughs> I got that pension, guys. You don't even have to have a job. I got that military pension. <laughs> Come on, take them. On... Yeah, we <laughs> all takers are welcome. A Turns blossom. out that, that cave marriage we had was legal, and I can get all these pennies.
1: <laughs> hey, Rory, what is it there? Uh, there was a package at the door for you, and oh, I already good. opened it. I already oh, opened good. it and I read your mail. Well, that's a federal mail crime. crime. And I, okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're all aware it's a federal crime just like stop you know being a dick about it and just get over it and like uh, help me answer this question uh, I uh, wanted to know about this this brand new sponsor this brand new sponsor called why did Randall get so sick
0: okay well why did Randall get so sick is a brand new serialized docu that's a docu series on Netflix uh, starring none other than than, than internet sensation Randall and uh, and so here's here's what here's what we want to know. Why did Randall get so sick? So over the course of 36 episodes, we follow Randall in the you know seven days leading up to when he got so sick. Oh, okay. And, and we watch him go to school, and we watch him do his YouTube videos, and we watch him eat dinner, we watch him take a shower, but nothing naughty. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we watch him sleep. We watch him do homework. We watch him hang out with his friends. We watch him go to Boy Scouts. Then after after we've seen all the things he does, that's 30 episodes, (laughs) and and then the the 31st episode is is, now he's now he's sick and we got to figure out why. So now you watch the first 30 again. And you figure out what he did, what 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 icky stone he's touched, oh. what 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 nasty what nasty lump he's licked that got him so sick. It's a very riveting sort of. It puts you in the puts you in the detective's chair. Wow! It puts you in the and you get to be and you get to be you get to be Mr. Detective.
1: So have yeah. they? Is that because they haven't actually figured out how Randall got so sick? Right, because hoping he's very sick. And the they're, hoping,
0: they're hoping that if they show all this footage of him licking lumps and doing and going <laughs> to Boy Scouts, that somebody will figure out what got him so sick. That's
1: excellent. I hope That's they. Amazing. I hope they figure it out. I hope you figure it out.
0: All right, you guys. We are we are we are back. We're back in the. We're back in. It's, it's not morning radio anymore. It's it's ten thirty in the morning, and and uh, and the zoo crew has gone home to. They, they're going. They've gone to go get drunk. So it's just <laughs> this us. This is the,
1: all tunes considered.
0: This is all tunes considered, and and mm. right now the tune is all the right stuff. That's Ring Raiders episode four, you guys. And mm-hmm. if you want to hear a Nopsaroni, it it goes a little bit like this. In the year 2038, Yasuo Yakamura was a member of the World Air Force and rescued astronauts in a space shuttle from a meteor shower. He also tried to rescue an alien life form on the shuttle, but the meteor shower was too strong. The Justice Air Carrier rescued him as he was crash landing and Starflyer became his alien pet parrot. (laughs) Also in this episode, Scorch Time travels to the future to the future year 2020 to steal a satellite that will enable him to take over the world. The Ring Raiders escaped to Kansas in the year 1860 in order to prevent the Skull Squadron from attacking them. Yasuo suggests that the Ring Raiders travel to Edwards Air Force Base in the year 2023 to get a Gamma-2 space fighter to help defeat Scorch.
1: Good God. Oh. This was the definitely the best episode yet. This this is life changing art sillier and sillier.
0: I could not believe some of the things that happened in this episode. Yeah, Uh, and (laughs) okay, okay. We we open up. We're looking at at the satellite. So uh, they scorch and hubbub are trying to use this futuristic satellite to zap their enemies. And like scorch is like (laughs) saying, "Some satellites are for just zapping (laughs) folks." And and hubbub just wants to. Use it, and Scorch is, you know, saying something vague about strategy, and then he sends yeah. Blackjack out to do something, and I'm just sitting here going, "Who the fuck is Blackjack? We've never seen this guy before."
1: <laughs> no, they, well, and that
0: was they—they do—they've been pretty—they've been pretty cavalier with, introdu- with character introductions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess yeah, Talos this... has been promoted to second in command. He gets to kind of just stand by Scorch and, <laughs> right, and yeah. offer and, j- and offer chides Be his parents. Yeah,
1: I'm I'm the hand of the king. <laughs> <laughs> And this moment at the very beginning too, where Hubba brings up a very good point, like why don't we just like wipe out the justice with the killer satellite? You know, just zap the sucker? And that's that is a a certain level of logic that they don't usually reflect in the show. Usually I think they would have been smarter to not bring that up because I think so too. Someone in the writing room was like, speaking of not
0: really thinking about things through, um, they introduce a pretty weird idea in this show that the air carrier justice comes from a time before the future. Yes, <laughs> and that the future either doesn't, no longer has time travel, uh, or it's just not normal. I don't know, but the, there, there is, there is, there is the past. There's the present. There's a time where the air carrier justice comes from, and then there's the future, also known as the year 2020 oh in
1: 2023.
0: God. In 2023. Uh, this is it's it's such a mess, and it's a also by 2020, mess. there's been three lady presidents in this show, so I <laughs> guess they're a little more woke than we were.
1: We did, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, we fucked up pretty bad. I think that's uh, I have to
0: if if I do nothing else this episode, I'm gonna, you know, I'll I, I will die trying to get this clip in here of <laughs> Vector Vector. Is like watching what Scorch is up to, and he contacts some other base. He contacts Sky Base Freedom, Airbase
1: air Airbase Freedom.
0: No, air it's base Freedom. It's, it's Skybase Freedom. Oh. And he, it <laughs> is, it is word salad. What just happens here? Because this is the conversation. He says, "Air carrier justice to Skybase Freedom." Skybase Freedom, Commander Max Miles here, Ring Commander Vector. And <laughs> everyone's a commander. <laughs> Everyone is a commander, which is always funny. Uh, it's also nice. There, these are these are '80s cartoons writers. They're gonna fuck up military protocol and mili- like <laughs> lingo. Mm-hmm. It's it's not unlike when when the writers of you know crime procedurals just have no idea what the youths are up to these days. Right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I hear them talk about gaming PCs. <laughs>
0: oh, you got to get to level eleven to unlock his unlock his books, his drug dealer books. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think I've seen
0: that episode. <laughs> so so this commander, Max Miles, at Skybase Freedom, uh, he sends out Yakamura, who we've met before, but we haven't seen him fly. And his ship is called the Samurai Flyer, which is just really low effort. But Yeah. Uh, they? yeah. Well, he's from the World Air Force. Uh-huh. Yes, the World Air Force. So we have a world government that's had lady presidents. And, and samurais, uh, which is awesome, which is the
1: coolest <laughs> future. <laughs> <laughs> i'm also I confused as to why i thought i thought uh, Yakamura was hanging out on the air carrier justice i, I didn't understand because he I was there know. a few episodes and I, now he's over at airbase freedom
0: skybase freedom i guess skybase freedom is where they have to go for their for their sensitivity training because that's where they met him <laughs> right oh uh, yeah. and so so Yakamura like apparently takes his fucking space parrot out in the ship with him uh, and I guess the his space parrot can hell handle star flyer, His monster. Star flyer we cannot call this creature a parrot. It <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh. It's his demon familiar, oh. and
0: I hate it. He's a warlock.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and
0: I don't know. There's a fight. Yakamura fights blackjack. It's a bit of a dog fight. Uh and in the it, the the climax of the moment is that scorch turns on this like evil satellite and the satellite just shoots a different missile i guess but it's a mu- much more better missile and yakamura tries to get out of the way but he ends up getting hit by it anyway and having to make a really hard landing in the um, lowest stakes injury i've ever seen on any show <laughs> yakamura's ring finger is injured <laughs> <laughs> it's his whole body i think maybe kind of no, it's, some but part he, of brain, he, in this apparently. moment he's he's battered and bruised but they they managed to patch him up with, with the exception of his of his ring finger because you'll remember <laughs> later his his uh his fucking creature of the night has to carry his finger around in the cockpit <laughs> to, to the various <laughs> buttons and doodads yeah Whoa. Okay, so Jenny Gale is our, like, nurse. Well, she's a full doctor. That's right. She became a She's doctor. a she real a... doctor they just put in a helicopter for no reason. Yeah. Although she's and... only familiar with 1970s medicine, which is a little bit... <laughs> <laughs> no, they trained she can her fly computers fly features... when they brought her in the future. She can't go to medical school again. They, I, I will give you... She <laughs> learned like how, how to fly... You? She learned how to fly a full-on plane after... Being a doctor, she's a doctor pilot. She can't do it again. She can't go back to future medical school and or do we eight have more years. Much
1: more serious logistical considerations <laughs> to worry about. Than this, this
0: woman is not. Fi- if she was fifty, I'd say maybe.
1: She did oh, not God. do.
0: She did not go to future medical school. She cut this guy's leg off. This guy got. This guy got <laughs> civil war doctored.
1: <laughs> she did some more um, of that, like hand slap, bongo playing, keyboard work. This one yes. too.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, so she's she's tending to Yakamura after his horrible injury, and she has to do, like, actual brain surgery on him, which, again, that's crazy. But uh, he, uh, he flatlines uh, – I, I mean, this is skipping ahead a little. Like we a need to talk minute. about it. He, this, he flatlines, and the parrot cries. Sorry, the monster <laughs> – the, the yes, demon familiar you. cries. <laughs> the demon cries. And then Victor, from outside, like, watching through the glass, yells, Jenny, the ring! And then I guess in like what will come to be known as the most bullshit medical procedure ever performed, <laughs> she just kind of touches her ring to his ring, and lights come out, and he's healed.
1: <laughs> what like, do these rings do? What, <laughs> what do they do?
0: They do? What do they and I guess they vaguely magic, do the thing you're the good magic at. So since she's from. a doctor, you know, that's the that's as much logic as I can give. What happens? It's it's baffling, but. I, I, I did love it. I mean, of course it had to be the rings. Of course. I would have I would have rather had the end of the Pokemon movie and have the monster <laughs> cry on him back to life. It's
1: just the tears of a demon. <laughs> the tears demon tears revive
0: him would make more sense than making the rings kiss.
1: Well, so while while this happens, like while he is under though, they do they do that explanation of this like flash forward. I guess it's not really a flashback if it's going to happen in twenty
0: thirty eight, right? But yeah, y- but we got it, we got, got a vector and curve story time again.
1: Yeah, he's a super pilot. He can go twelve G's, uh, which is wild. That is wild. <laughs> and he, so yeah, he was really good in the future, and he was going out to to get to get Starflyer, the space parrot um, demon, the fucking. The, the this the like armed weird articuno character this <laughs>
0: did you say Articuno yeah this thing is a Pokemon <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> this fucking Meowth with wings
1: but what happens is I guess he's a big hero but he gets beamed back in time by the air carrier justice because I guess they knew in the future that they were gonna get him or did they jump hey, to that time hey shut up
0: no, no time spoilers. The timeline must be kept intact, Austin. You're changing yeah. just by telling us what happens in the future. You've changed what happens. <laughs> now, now we're never yeah, going well, to get the lady president.
1: Tell that to the people in Kansas in 1860.
0: <laughs> uh, we're almost there. I, I, okay, yeah, his backstory is ridiculous, but the takeaway is that he can survive up to 12 G's of horrible force, uh, which is insane. But uh that makes him really cool. So Yakimura is a badass.
1: And yeah, then he dude, is he should alive. have been the main character of the show. Yeah. Watching him do yeah, Yakamura. Yeah, I was like, is a dope. This... Yeah. Why why are we watching Cub all this time? Like I want to see <laughs> I want to see <laughs> Yakamura. Yeah.
0: And so now uh Vector is realizing that Scorch is going to use this satellite to just like cause serious mayhem. And Scorch is already destroying like a bunch of their orbiting like positioning satellites. And he realizes that the only way he's going to be safe from the satellite is if he goes to Kansas in 1860. (laughs) (laughs) And so he takes the air carrier justice back in time and scares a farmer shitless out in the middle of a field. And we get this moment with Jenny Gale who just like winks at the camera almost and is like, well, that's how UFO stories start. (laughs) <laughs> like uh-huh, I, I okay. just
1: I want to know why Kansas 1860 was chosen I think it's silly I mean I I wanted I wanted more of this kind of stuff from the show in general if it is a time travel show then like to own it and to not like
0: <laughs> yeah I know tempt us with this the time and, like, travel actually stuff is do so, something with so it. odd
1: but they go to can the first like major like event piece time travel thing they do is to sit around in Kansas for about five minutes before they go to an air force base in 2020 or no, in 2023. I think the Kansas thing is so tacked on it. it, It's so weird. It it, it plays with they they
0: they mentioned they needed to kind of hide the, 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 their spaceship in the past, which I can kind of get on board with, but I don't know why we need to see it and pay lip service to it. I get it. Just send it to the past and then we'll go there when it needs to be important again. Nothing, nothing about Kansas and 1860 ever matters in the rest of the cartoon. No. Uh, Okay. So the next thing that happens is Yakima is woken up and he's ignoring the advice of his doctor and he wants to go to the future to go like steal another space fighter like the one he used to have in the future when he was in his backstory. Yeah, this is some sort of government sanctioned like ship. I don't know why they can't just go ask for one. From the yeah, know, and they also, steal the ship.
1: they have one. But they said, well, we don't have the technology to fix it. Well, you fucking time travel. Yeah, we'll just go just fucking... go back in time to before it was broken and get that one. Jeez, yeah. I, oh, God. but oh, I'm losing they... my mind with
0: this. <laughs> so they have to go to, to 2023, to Edwards Air Force Base. And I think, you know, maybe 2023 is what we would call the new century, because they're sure like, like a lot of Zoids around.
1: <laughs> yeah, they had the robot dogs from Wolfenstein patrolling <laughs> around the air force
0: base. <laughs> Dude, it's just it's just like twelve Liger zeros from Zoids. Like like
1: it, it's just a couple these metal weird, gears,
0: like fucking dainty panthers, like just just <laughs> trotting along. Like this, is the weirdest mech design I've seen in a really long time. Uh, and I guess they're patrolling the base. And then there's a really confusing scene where Yakamura flies away with this special fighter and.
1: Damn oh, right. yeah, they're not shooting. So they're they're like, hey, why aren't they shooting at you? He's being followed by like six ships. And yeah. like, oh, I'm too low to the ground. So the weapons systems think I might be a rock. <laughs> <laughs> Just a really <laughs> fast rock. What? Maybe it's what like are that rock that SpongeBob rides. Weapon systems that that he's a fleeing ship. It doesn't matter how high or low he is. <laughs> there are like people in these ships, unless they're drones or something. But like, yeah, it's so dumb. God.
0: <laughs> so they 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 get back to the present. We're done time traveling, thank God. And Scorch sees this new fighter that Yakamura has, and he says, "So, Vector brought in a ringer." And fucking Hubbub, who else? Responds, "Ha ha! A ring raider ringer. That's a good one. Your cleverness." <laughs> Because earlier he had been referenced to as the wickedness, <laughs> so, and I don't know what is, what even is this fucking con? Like I don't, I don't know. It's so funny because I, the 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 note I had was so. Scorch goes. I have one word for you, uh, Vector. Check. Do you concede? Which is more than one word, but one word was check. I'll give him that pass. Yeah. Uh, does he not know how chess
1: works? The game's not yeah. over at check. Yeah, that means there's still more games. I'm going to tee you up for a line later.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really was just a tee up for a for a final check for, for Vector to respond checkmate later. But yeah, that's true. I didn't even think about that. Like, yeah.
1: <laughs> I stopped taking notes after uh, <laughs> You know, Yakamura got in the shape
0: of the future <laughs> My page just looked like it was ripped out of the out of the notebook from seven. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. The so Yakamura gets in trouble. Um and they're, you know, he's 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 trying to square up against this satellite and they're they're fighting, and he kind of goes into like this free fall because he gets hit. But thank God his demon familiar is there because Yakamura is you know dealing with all these like 12 G's that he can, you know, that his body famously can handle, but he can't move his ring finger. And (laughs) so the parrot like jimmies his ring a little bit and (laughs) then it, it makes him fly good. (laughs) Jimmy, this ring. (laughs) Jimmy, my ring. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. Jimmy it. (laughs) No. I don't know <laughs> what what the fuck even happens. This parrot just goes and Jimmy's his ring, and then Yakimura comes out of his tailspin, and it's and he's fine. Um, I'm guessing that again. So their rings do practically nothing, but they're if they're vaguely related to the thing that they can do. I my guess is Yakimura's ring lets him go be like be okay at faster speeds, maybe.
1: Okay, no, okay, okay. I'm okay with and, that, and and heal him in conjunction with jenny's ring uh, yeah jenny's it, hurt i think he because his, his is the speed
0: ring she's got and, she, and he, she's got the kit she's got the nice ring so it made him get nice faster right the two rings <laughs> fast. Yeah, they just get good uh, she gets good fast so it's you know ma-
1: it's just magic it's just it's bullshit just, it's magic magic
0: but it's 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 never even used in anything resembling anything interesting no the, that's what i don't get about the rings is they They're are the least like- interesting part of the show the they're deus deus not even used like deus ex machina. Like, no, but They're not true. even really used that way. Not because really, yeah. The, they don't actually solve the big problems. They've always just been used in these episodes to solve like incidental issues that are happening. And then they okay, go to the I, good guy. Like you, you, know,
1: you know what it is? Is the writer's room, they don't intentionally, they don't have the ring written into the script until they come into script problems in the last day of writing. <laughs> and then like, oh, okay, great. Ring. Well, what it
0: kind of is, is like in in a Kung Fu movie, uh, really any action movie, when when the hero has been, is kind of like down and out, but then kind of gets up and is now ready to kick some ass. Yeah. In real life, they don't have that soup. They can't do that. But in this show, (laughs) that moment, I guess we're going to call their ring. Their ring gives them the power to just kind of get to get over that final hump. Well, it's like in, it's like in like every shonen anime ever, like. The, the superpower that the main character always has is not their superpowers. It's that they're so stubborn that they will never give up even if like their body's I said that with apart. the Kung Fu movie reference, and you took it to anime, you criminal. No! It's the same, look, it's the same thing. It's, when the, it's just, when the main guy just kind of keeps going. <laughs> well, it's, then just that like, means it's like this weird stubbornness.
1: 900. <sighs> <No>. I'm <laughs> sorry t- I
0: restated your point with anime. I'm so In sorry. In other words... In other words it's like this really fun thing from my Japanese animes. <laughs> uh speaking of things from my Japanese animes, uh there's there's a moment here where he just dis- oh, like Oh, now, him- now we can't cut that. No, we're not cutting it. So so he uh he Yakuura I think we can and you this- can just
1: say speaking of things from my
0: animes <laughs> will absolutely still be funny. So Yakamura comes up to the uh the the satellite he's trying to destroy and they both shoot like 50 missiles at each other at the same time and i i present to you the one possible connection that exists between this show and macross which is that what we just witnessed in that moment is that, like the tv tropes has a name for it and it is called the macross missile massacre and it's oh, a moment really? where a ton of missiles fly out from <laughs> a ship at artistically curved trajectories that oh co- hell yeah you know what i mean like we're Did all they... you know yeah, it's I like, guess I, I guess they get uh, this the credit with inventing the cool mi- the the Macross Missile Massacre as we're mm-hmm. calling it. That's yep. a good name. Beautiful. It's
1: beautiful a beautiful yeah.
0: name. And so, you know, this show this show takes a cue from from, you know, things dating back to Macross. It's possible it showed up before that, but Macross is the most famous uh example of that where like the missiles just sort of come out at weird angles and then curve in and hit to, you know. They look the they're fun to watch. So yeah, good. they're fun. Uh, so so hey, there's we we picked two shows that actually maybe have a moment together. I guess Macross is in the Ring Raiders universe.
1: <laughs> well, they do have. There are two Skull Squadrons. <laughs> oh so.
0: fuck! That's right. There's another. There's another. That's really good. Uh, the good guys win. They win. Yeah, yeah, the good guys win. They <laughs> win or whatever. <laughs> and We're gonna me. watch the fifth episode of the show, and this one will have not been any. <laughs> we'll have pay, we'll have paid no paid no <laughs> dividends towards what happens in the next episode. Yeah. And I think, I think as a transition out of this segment and into our, uh, our wrap-up, I'm going to let you listen to the last moment of this episode, which is uh, Scorch and Hubbub arguing about whose fault this all was. <laughs> Your killer satellite was a bad idea, Hubbub. My idea? No way! You thought of it first, dude! No, you thought of it. Did not! Did too! Did not! Did too! Did not, dude! Don't call me dude! Dude, it didn't! I uh...
1: Hey, welcome back um, to the Radio Boys and our <laughs> our new show that's come on. That is uh, where we talk about the shows that we've just watched a little bit. So uh, this is sort of a fun show. It's like wow. a post show for Saturday morning Tuesdays, kind of like a Talking Dead. It, uh, the Talking you know? Ted. Yeah, Talking SMT. Uh, is
0: that is Talking Ted like that? That's that. That movie from the guy who made Family Guy?
1: Yeah, it is but, like but it is like that it, talking in a TED, Ted talk, I was just like of, forms of a TED talk. Yeah,
0: just a guy named Ted taking a talk for a little bit.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. So this is nothing. I'm sorry. This is a <laughs> this is all this is all
0: this is all awful.
1: <laughs> um, look, everybody, we're we're coming to the close of uh, one of our longer arcs here. Yeah. Um, Skyhawks has been a lot of fun. We've next week is going to be our last one. Ugh.
0: <sighs> Rest in peace almost. This is this has been really cool. I I I mean, I am obviously super biased because I love Robotech so much, but I am glad that you guys were wanting to go along on the ride for uh longer than maybe we expected. Uh, so it's the Macro Saga's some sixty whatever episodes, right? Am I remembering uh, correctly? No, macro 40, saga is actually 60, only, only thirty six. Thirty six? Yep. I could maybe see myself finishing it out, third of the way through. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, dude. With
1: the, the quality that the show has been Um, I absolutely want to see the rest of at least the the parts of Robotech that are uh, that
0: are that are macross that are macross. Yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Now, I'm I'm having a hard time. I don't maybe this is just like I love all my children equally and I shouldn't have to choose. But between (laughs) Sky Surfers and Ring Raiders, um, they're both nuts. They are both
0: nuts. Uh, I kind of feel like Ring Raiders is going to the same well more yeah mm-hmm. you know we kind of get for only
1: five episodes too yeah
0: yeah that's the thing <laughs>
1: for, it, for sky surfer we you know there's like two seasons
0: i feel i feel like every after the first two i'm kind of generally scraping the barrel of what i have to say i enjoy the episodes like it's nuts it's goofy it's fun but mm-hmm. uh discussion wise it's not always uh, it's not always material it's not always well, new material And I got to say, when you consider that Ring Raiders came out in 1989 and then you think about how two years before this, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles took five episodes for their whole first season to tell a continuous story. Oh, yeah. I mean, Ninja Turtles is is really the apex of anything that came out in America, I think, for years before and after those five episodes were cinematic. Totally. Yeah. But it's just so funny, like when you think about like. They, these, this came out after, like the same decade, but like this is this is a post Turtles world, and these guys still thought so this was a okay okay the, There was no bar to set because we're there's no internet, there's no competition. The TV yeah. is on in every household, and they just yep. need stuff.
1: <laughs> right,
0: right. They're just or, or thirsty for content,
1: or just to fill out a toy line with a bullshit whatever.
0: I think I think we we have a we have a tendency to uh, forget just how much money was in tv in the late 80s and early 90s like yeah. yeah people who were on a tv show in the 90s they don't work anymore you know jennifer aniston <laughs> doesn't act <laughs> not, not that she couldn't she just doesn't have to she, she's no. on friends in the 90s she's got money forever yeah yeah it's yeah. it's it's crazy and when you when you i mean austin and i were were uh so austin now lives near me again which is you know it's kind of fun i suppose but he came over the other day and the two of us were watching one of those like huge compilations of like all 80s cartoon intros and watching something like that just really drives home how much content was produced and how much of it you've never heard of or would
1: never want to we watch. can do this show for a hundred years it's like <laughs> we're, we're kind
0: of we're kind of the classic rock station where there there's a there's a rose colored glassesness that happens by way of us picking what's worth your time. Yes. Uh but right. it's not like it's it's not like everything from the 60s was Janis Joplin in the Who.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no it's it's super true. And I mean uh to take this back to my anime well that I feel the exact same way about that. Like people talk about how shit anime is and it's like yeah but you got to remember Look! Look at a random cartoon from America. How should in the 80s. An, you mean in the eighties? How should anime I, was? I mean all the time. I mean people look at people like dog on anime for being just like trash, and it's like no, you're just you're just seeing the trash ones, and there's a lot of trash, and there's a lot of trash on our TV too. It's like we have to find the good ones here, and you got to find the good ones there. Like everybody makes a glut of bad content and they let the good ones fall to the top.
1: <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine somebody thinking all oh, American cartoons are ring raiders? <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
0: exactly. Uh, yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. All right. Let's, uh, let's, uh, let's whatever. I don't know if you can ever turn, you really turn off the radio station, but we're, <laughs> we're doing it. It's the end of, it's the end of news radio. It's the series finale. And, and um, the guy the guy who's the main character on news radio has turned off the lights of the news radio station. <laughs> We're
1: all going to Sirius XM with the dog. How
0: to, how to describe a show without knowing any details of it.
1: And <laughs> That's the Rory way. Joe Rogan.
0: Oh, I missed it. Joe Rogan was on news radio. And I to, right? Uh, I That's think the, you're I'm right. Of, I don't know. Uh, there's two radio. Oh, I'm thinking of sports radio, right? There's two like main radio sports shows. Sports night. No way. Sports night. WKRP
1: in Cincinnati is that something? I
0: don't know. I think news radio was was the one with Scott uh, something from Kids in the Hall and Joe Rogan.
1: (laughs) Can I make a Can I
0: make a suggestion? Do we talk about what's your suggestion? My suggestion is that we add to the list of people who can't listen to our podcast. I think we've 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 already got Pors and Kevin Sorbo, and I want to put Joe Rogan on the list. Can Joe Rogan? Joe Rogan Rogan cannot.
1: Just get out of our podcast, Joe
0: Rogan. Don't listen to our show
1: decide where you are politically you can't yeah. be all over the place go hang out with kevin
0: sorbo and and get the fuck out of here sorbo. He's, like, he's like
1: the number one like podcast person in the world like with a huge margin and it's terrifying come on it's so rogan spooky go tell your brother seth that uh <laughs> no cool no wait that's nothing
0: all right we, gotta we, are, we are just fucking dying on the vine here guys it is time <laughs> it is time to say goodbye <laughs> uh, let's ring right out oh yeah doesn't that feel good when you say that <laughs> no it's so dirty <laughs> doesn't that doesn't i got jimmy uh, your ring Well, you know, we like to have fun here on talk radio, but you gotta, you gotta remember like we, we, we survive, uh, through the donations and and support of viewers like you. So, um, you know, please, please remember these trash boys, trash children from talk radio that you've grown to love over the course of this one podcast episode and, uh, Maybe listen to Rory when he tells you all the different places where you can go and, and be and be cool to us. Alright, well the main place you get to be cool to us is iTunes, obviously, of Tim Apple's iTunes. Uh, <laughs> you get to go right right to the source, right to the horse's mouth, and lick each of the five teeth still oh. still in this old mare's oh. mouth. Oh god. <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
1: It's a five out of five star rating. I think is what he's <laughs> really trying to five, say.
0: Five teeth and are um oh.
1: teeth that, are bones. <laughs> outside bones. <laughs>
0: outside bones.
1: bones. Uh, Never forget your teeth uh, are outside
0: bones. I can't take Tina Fey's jokes though. No you're right. No, we we did. She's it. she's she's notoriously litigious. Tina Fey. <laughs> uh, anyway, okay. So the, you'll give us give us our five horse bones. Um <laughs> Our website is satamtuesdays.com And we have a Facebook page Uh, We're on Instagram and Twitter Those are the main ways you get to interact with us as our fans As our our, uh, admirers And uh, I'm happy to have you
1: And if you are happy to keep listening to us Then you can listen to us next week uh, Where we do our final episodes of Skyhunks Holy shit Yeah, and it's going to be Ring Rangers episode 5 and Mm -hmm. Robotech episode, what's that episode, Rory? 12. 12. That's it. All right, see you next week,
0: stinkers. Laugh line. Everyone laughs, fade out. Oh, I like to see you next week, stinkers. I think that's going to be my sign-off for a little while. (laughs) Oh, that's
1: good. (laughs) (laughs) So (laughs) cute.